feel your presence all over me. I feel your spirit all over me. I feel your glory all over me. I feel your power all over me. That's a prayer in itself. So that said, I'm not going to uh, start a sermon of my own, but I'm going to turn this service over to uh, our Reverend Robeson, and he's going to bring us the Word of God this morning. Amen and amen. And, uh, you know, um, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. No matter what's going on, I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. And uh, we heard another song there. It's called, uh, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it says, yes, God is real. And, and, and I'm going to tell you. Yes, God is real. Let me let me tell you how I know he's real. Because lately, the way things been going and the way I've been feeling. See, back in the day, I would have went and grabbed me a bottle of uh, uh, Seagram's gin or, or, or some Demetrius gin because that was the cheapest. Or I go get me some 211. Y'all don't even look at that stuff. I'm telling you. See, back in the day, that's what I would have did. But see, I no longer depend on those devices. I depend on the word of the Lord. See, and the enemy don't like that. I depend on the word of the Lord. No more alcohol, no more marijuana, no more crack, and no more meth. I depend on the word of the Lord. And I'm saying it nice and loud because I want the enemy to hear me. So he can stop with that mess. He can stop with that mess right now because that don't even cross my mind. See, what I depend on is what uh, uh, Deuteronomy 31 and 8 says. The Lord himself. Hear me out now. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. Do not be afraid of the enemy attacks. Do not be discouraged. You know, uh, I've been so bad I, I had to talk to my doctor. And uh, my doctor was like, okay, so why, why is your stomach always bothering you? Are you taking this and are you taking that? And I'm like, no, I'm tired of taking this and taking that. And, and how's your eating habits popped up? And I said, you know, when I wake up, I take my medicine and I cannot eat in the morning. It makes me sick because I think about what I got to go do and what I, and she said, you know what? That sounds like depression. That sounds like you think about going to work, you get depressed and your stomach get upset. I want to give you some medicine. I'm like, no, I, I, I got my medicine. Now, I take all the medicine and I do what she tells me to do. But I know that she's not a Christian. So it, it's some things that I just won't do because I, I, I looked up the medicine she wanted me to take. And I looked up the after effects and I said, no, thank you. I, I got to pray on this one. See, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. What I do now, what I do now is what it says in Philippians 4 and 8. See, when you're feeling bad and when you're feeling down, you got to think on good things. You got to think on the Lord's word. What it says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, Whatsoever things are of good report, if they be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. 
think on those things. Don't think on how bad it's going to be when you get to work. Because, see, a lot of times when I do all that praying before I get to work, it don't be as bad as my thoughts have already told me. Then I realize that my thoughts was of the enemy because he didn't want me to eat and he wanted me to go there weak. See, I hope y'all feeling me this morning because this 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 sermon, it, 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 it was for me. It was for me and whoever else out there that may have depression. So, so. But while depression makes you feel lonely, God is still with you and he's not going anywhere. God is always there with you. And you got to remember this when you go through those things that the enemy try to try to put in your way and, and try to get you to read and, and try, you know, thank God for the pastor. I'm not going through it, but uh, I'm not going to go through it. But thank God for the pastor because, see, I read a lot. I read a lot and I read a lot of different things unless it's totally evil or totally disturbing. And sometimes I read things and I get the wrong messages out of things. So uh, I'm not going to go into it, but but thank you, Pastor. And uh, Although there may be difficult and dark times, taking things to be grateful and reflect things that are good can lift your spirits. You can be going through the worst times, but thinking and talking on good things, the enemy don't want to hear that. The enemy don't want to hear you reflect on what's good and what's godly. That is not what the enemy wants to hear. So that's what we must do. We must think on the good things. There's too much bad things happening around us. It's too much news. It's too much Donald Trump. It's too much stuff going on around us that we don't need to be putting in our spirits. It's too much television that we watch that we don't need to put in our spirits. You know, I watched one episode of this show called uh, uh, Lucifer or Luther, whatever they call this. They tried to make him a detective, y'all. And they tried to make him look good out there solving crimes. I turned that off so bad and I never watched the episode of that again. See, the world wants you to think differently than the way it really is. We know who Lucifer is. We know he ain't out there trying to solve no crime and murders. We know that. And then that is one of the top ten shows in America. See, we are confused, folks. I'm getting off the subject, but, you know, sometimes that's what... You know, let, let me get back on my subject because I don't want to get confused and, and, and I don't want to talk about that because of the simple fact. And I'm not saying watch it, but I watched one episode of that and I was totally disgusted trying to make him look good. No, no. But anyway, although once again, there'll be difficulties and dark times, taking time to be grateful and reflect things that are good can lift your spirits. Not only yours, we can talk to other people and lift their spirits too. When people come to you with that drama and that old crazy stuff, talk on the word of God. Talk on the word of God. Don't let that get in your system. Don't let that get in your mind because that will depress you. That will depress you. When you're dealing with depression, it can sometimes be overwhelming and, 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 and irritating to seek help. A lot of people don't want to seek help because they don't want to, you know, hey, tell people that I, I'm depressed. 
After all, not everyone who has depression has the same symptoms. Whatever you're experiencing, sadness, a loss of interest, or notice change in your sleep, appetite, or energy level, being honest and open about your mental health is often the first step of finding relief. And what's more, having depression is nothing to be ashamed of. Having depression is nothing to be ashamed of. So that's not for y'all, that's for me. Because I used to say, I don't believe in all that depression stuff and all that. Then come to find out that I do suffer from that. And there's one reason that I do, and I'm not going to keep talking about it. God's going to change that for me. I'm not worried about it. But what it says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, before I am your God. And I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. That means God going to be there for you. And it says, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Imagine what he can do with his left hand. Imagine what God can do. Don't imagine what's going on. Don't imagine what you hear on the news. Don't imagine what those people say at work. Imagine what God can do. Imagine what God can do for you. Psalm, the psalmist, 34 and 18 said, The Lord is nigh unto them that are brokenhearted and save as such as, as be of the contrite spirit. Another version of that, let me read another description of that, make it a little clearer. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and whose spirits are crushed. Whose spirits are crushed. See, uh, when people are brokenhearted and their spirits are crushed, a lot of them want to give up and a lot of them want to fall to the tricks of the wild and, you know, fall into a dark state. When you fall into a dark state, you got to remember Jesus is the light. Jesus is the light. You know, hey, I believe in the psychiatrists and doctors and sometimes this, uh, uh, God sends us to those people. You know, I always tell y'all, you know, why am I in East Palo Alto? Y'all hear me talk about that all the time. Why am I here? What? Why, why did God bring me to that little small part uh, uh, of, of California, East Palo Alto? And the answer is because that's where he wanted me to go to get the help I needed. That's where he wanted me to go. God wanted me to go to free at last. He didn't want me to go to a rehab in New York or in, in, in Florida. He wanted me to come here. He wanted me to go to free at last. He wanted me to be introduced to the Bread of Life Church. Because he makes no mistakes. He makes no mistakes whatsoever. So you got to remember when you're in those dark places or you're feeling down or you're feeling dark. Remember Jesus is the light. Carry all your cares and your burdens to him because he cares for you. He cares for you. And believe this, God is real. If God wasn't real, I couldn't be here right now talking to y'all. Trust me. On that path that I was going down, somebody had to be looking out for me. And I believe it was God. I believe God was carrying me. I didn't see his footsteps because he was carrying me. Those footsteps I may have seen probably was his. Not mine. Because God was carrying me. And he has carried me through a lot, y'all. You know, I, I'm glad I see my sister Rose on here. And, 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 you know, not many people know the things that I've, I've been through and the things that was happening to me through life. But uh, uh, fortunately, she seemed a, a little bit of that. 
she seems a little bit of that. But let me let me carry on. Uh, um, what did I step here? The Lord is close on uh, close to the brokenhearted, and whose spirits are crushed. And one thing you got to always remember: you can do all things through Jesus Christ. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, and that means you too. The good news: depression can zap your energy. And make it feel almost impossible to accomplish even small tasks. But that verse reminds you that Christ is always there for you. Through him, you can find the will to get through even the darkest times. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You can find the wills to get through even the darkest times when you have Christ on your side. When you have God on your side, I don't care how dark and how bad it looks. You can get through everything. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace in the world. You may have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. See, God didn't say offenses weren't going to come. Matter of fact, it's a verse that says offenses are going to come. The more and more you start believing in God, the more and more you'll, you'll get attacked by the enemy. But you got to remember, you got to remember that God is on your side and through him, through him, you have all the strength you need to defeat the enemy that he's already defeated. Once you walk out that door, once you walk out your house, once you leave, and sometimes even in your house, you're going to suffer the attack of the enemy. The enemy always wants to get you back on the side where some of us have already been. But a lot of us already know that that side is not the winning side. A lot of us know that that side is not the winning side. The winning side is when you're with the Lord. So let me uh, uh, continue here. The good news is Jesus knows that we will experience difficult times. These comforting words can be a source of strength as you reflect on his love for all of us. Through faith, you can overcome the obstacles in your life. I am trying my hardest, y'all, to do this. So they're fixing my air conditioning. They, things are running to the roof. And every time I start, they, they run in something and I hear this noise. And see, the enemy tries to work all different type ways. But I'm going to keep it going, y'all. I'm going to keep it going. Jesus know that we will be going through some experiences and that we will be going through some hard times and some hard things are going to come against us. It's not what comes against us. It's what we do when it comes against us. It's what we do when, when, when things are said to us. It's what we do when things are going bad. It, it's not that they're not going to go bad. It's about what we do. And we're not going to let the uh, wiles of the enemy just take over our life. I'm not going to let the wiles of the enemy just take over my life. I'm going to remember the words of God. Uh, 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 Matthew, uh, Jeremiah 29 and 11. Because God has plans for us. And it's not the plans that we see most of the time. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declared the Lord. Plans of peace and not evil, and get and to give you a future and hope. He doesn't have evil planned for us. So when that stuff comes against us, that's just not God's plan for us. Matthew eleven twenty eight says, Come to me who all labors and are heavy burden, and I will give you rest. 
So, I'm going to uh, stop right there today because I got too much distraction going on. But what I really wanted to get over is today is no matter what you're going through, you always got to remember God is real. God is there on your side. God is strengthening you. You have the strength to defeat your enemies. And when the enemy comes against you, you got to remember he has already been defeated. All you have to do is say, get thee beside me, Satan. And don't let him interfere with your life. Don't let him interfere with your day. Okay, Pastor, I'm going to uh, turn it back over to you. Okay, well, praise the Lord. I just want to add to that, that, uh, you know, we have a mental health professional who is a very active part of our uh, congregation in the person of Dr. Martin Sir Carson, who is a marriage and family therapist. She's licensed by the state of California and uh, preparing to go and get her uh, doctorate uh, in psychology. And so um, we need to know, I serve on, uh, on several committees here in the county and uh, for East Palo Alto, I serve on the East Palo Alto uh, Behavioral Health Advisory Committee. We have direct contact with our uh, uh, Department of Mental Health and the Mental Health Executive Director of San Mateo County. We are also, I also serve as the chair of the Substance, East Palo Alto Substance Abuse Prevention Coalition. And so we're very much involved in mental health because that is a concern. Now, whether you're saved or not, that's a concern. For those of us that are saved, we have been taught sometimes that we don't need any yeah, help from mental health professionals. That is not true. And God did not say that. <laughs> so if you need help for depression, if you need help for other mental uh, health problems, then you need to get it. And one of the things that we have found out is that those who are addicted to substances many times started using those substances because they were having some mental health challenges and that those uh, drugs that they abused helped them to, to try to manage that. And then once they get the help they need, of course, that helps them to stay in recovery. So I just wanted to say that because I always like to make sure that uh, we know that uh, it is not, uh, uh, we're not demon-possessed because we have some mental health challenges. Now, there is a form of, of demon possession that causes people's behavior to be abnormal, but we're not saying that everybody uh, that has mental health challenges is demon-possessed. I wanted to put that in there. This is a subject that's uh, very dear to my heart because, of course, I work with people with uh, addictions and with uh, mental health challenges and have that situation at my own family. So I just want to add, add to that because I don't want to leave that hanging. Anyway, we thank Reverend for his message this morning and we thank God for all of I see Brother Cedric has joined us, and we're glad that he joined us this morning. And some of those that aren't here this morning, we believe that maybe they're uh, having their 
uh, Labor Day early. But anyway, I sent out a text saying that we would have our communion service this morning. But I wonder how many of you uh, know, knew about that ahead of time. Because I always like for you to know about it ahead of time so that you can prepare your elements, your cracker, your juice, because, you know, we're all black. So I think what I'm going to do is postpone this, our communion, until next Sunday and send out another text allowing you to know that we will be sitting at the Lord's table on uh, on next Sunday. And we thank God because, uh, you know, we're able to be flexible. There, there is not just a certain Sunday that we can take communion. We can take communion any time that the Lord leads us. And I've said to some of you that sometimes you know, I have uh, taken, I take communion with my morning devotion. If you got that cracker and you got that juice and you want to sit at the Lord's table uh, during your devotional time, you can certainly do that. And you can always find the scripture regarding uh, the uh, uh, communion in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And I think it starts about verse 23. Yes, I'm looking at my Bible. Verse 23. So if you want to do that at home, you can certainly do it in between times. But we will sit at the Lord's table together next Sunday. So with that said, just thank the Lord for each one of you that is present this morning. Tomorrow is a national holiday. I want you to be safe and enjoy your day. I I, I always like to acknowledge we are now having our uh, family breakfasts. And uh, yesterday we had one. And I'll tell you, my mother and father had three children. So there were three of us that uh, were descendants of that, that union. And now we are just exploding all over the place. We have grandchildren and we have great-grandchildren. And on yesterday, we had a whole section almost devoted to the offspring of Mary Frazier. And I am so grateful because I get to have contact with not only these grandchildren who are now adults, but I have great-grands and, and they are just interesting people with all kinds of behaviors, but that's up to their mom and dad. I try to stay out of mom and dad's business. Sometimes I speak up because I just, I just know I need to speak up, but I try to stay out of the way. But we had an enjoyable time. There's a restaurant that we go to. I think that restaurant is in Cupertino. But anyway, we go there and uh, my son, uh, Reverend Chris Frazier is so gracious, he takes care of the bill for everybody to have breakfast. So they don't have to have an excuse they couldn't come because they didn't have any money. And so we thank God for that. And I just thought I'd share that with you. And so I think there's a picnic happening tomorrow, but I'm not quite clear on all the details. But anyway, we thank God for each one of you. We want you to have a beautiful day today in the Lord and a wonderful uh, holiday tomorrow and that you 
will be safe wherever you are or whatever you do. So with that said, I'm going to let Reverend have the final word to dismiss us and have a beautiful day. Okay. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> So, Father God, we just thank you this morning, Father God. And, Father God, we do pray a, a safety for these travelers, Father God, as we see them traveling to uh, visit families and, and have events for this holiday, Father God. As we see people uh, uh, drinking and driving, Father God, we want to pray the safety of those people, Father God. We want to pray that people have a safe holiday, Father God. And if they decide to drink, they decide not to drive, Father God. And so as we carry on our week, Father God, we just pray that you are there with each and every one of us, Father God. We ask the hedge protection over us and all the family members represented here today and those that will, that will actually listen later, Father God. We ask safety for them and a hedge protection over them as well, Father God. We thank you. We give you praise, we give you honor, and we give you all the glory, Lord, because all the glory belongs to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. All right, everybody. Have a blessed uh, holiday now. All right, Sabrina G. <laughs> and my sister Rose. All right, sister Rose. All right. All right, everybody. Y'all be have a good one. Y'all pray for me at that big blue building, Ikea. <laughs> All right, Brother Zedrick. I will. All right. All right, Erica, Sister Carson. Have a good day. All right, everybody. <laughs>